You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Consult to Counselor series. In this series, I answer parenting-related questions so that you can be present and at ease with your child and live life mindfully. Today's question is, it's the end of the marking period and my kid did terribly. I'm so mad, but nothing seems to get through to him. So sorry to hear this. And there are some silver linings in this, and then there are some action items. The silver lining is it's only the first marking period. And if your school goes by four marking periods, or even if you go by three trimesters, the good thing is, is that it's just the beginning and we can go up from here. So that's a silver lining. But let's talk about some action steps as far as what your child can do, but believe it or not, and more importantly, what you can do as a parent to help your child. So you didn't say your child's age, so I'm unsure about what exactly the struggles are. If your child is on the younger end, you may want to have a conference with the teacher and set something up so that perhaps the teacher is filling you in and you have greater communication with him or her so that you know how to better support your child at home. Now, it's really hard to expect a teacher of perhaps a class of 25 or 30 students or a middle school teacher of perhaps a grade of 100 or 150 students to contact just you because I'm sure you're not the only mom, child, or family experiencing this very same thing. But what you can do is you can always email the teacher so that then that prompts them to get back to you. Also, if your child is on the younger end and they're not doing well, we may want to ask ourselves, do they have a good homework routine at home or pack up routine so that they're not forgetting items, that they're doing everything that they need to do, if that's the case? Or are they having a challenging time actually understanding the information that is being presented to them? And if that's the case, you may want to have an honest conversation again with the teacher to see if there is perhaps something going on with the way that your child is learning. And if there is, you may want to reach out to your school's child study team where you can have conversations on what's the best way to maybe get them evaluated if that's necessary or get outside of school tutoring or extra services to see what is happening with your child, what is the barrier stopping them to learn. Maybe it's just the way that they learn, or maybe it's that they need a pair of glasses, or maybe it's something bigger. So have some conversations and see what additional steps need to be taken from there. If your child is about in fourth grade to middle school or up, you may want to have honest conversations just to see what is stopping them from learning. Maybe it's some mistreatment going on in school. Maybe it's a teacher's teaching style, or maybe it's something else. You also want to 
teach them how to study. Believe it or not, we just say study, but nobody ever teaches our kids how to do that. And yes, sometimes that may mean more time and effort from us. And what that looks like is sitting down and studying with your kid with time and not just say, let's hunker down and study. But then after you do, asking them what made this a successful study session and talk about not having distractions, talk about the phone being on do not disturb and the music and TV being off and them being fully engaged in what they're doing. Talk about the days or weeks in advance that you begin to study for a test so that you have adequate time to get fully prepared for that test. Talk about how you can study, whether it is making index cards or reading aloud or asking each other questions. Again, sometimes we assume that they know how and nobody's really talked about these things with them. So it's not just the act of studying, but the conversation on what the studying look like and what makes it a good study session. In addition to that, you can get your child vested in their grades by going on whatever system your school uses that shows grades. So whether it be real-time or power school, Genesis, something that shows the grades that they're getting on a weekly basis. Now, it's really important to not create our kids into monsters so that they're not waiting for each and every assignment on a daily basis. But maybe at the beginning of the week or middle, whatever you choose, whatever is best for you and your child, that you choose a time that you're going to go through it weekly to see what's happening, perhaps what's missing, what we can improve, and what's coming up. And when you do that with them, then they begin to learn, oh, I can do this by myself, and they get more vested in what they're doing. And sometimes they don't have that intrinsic motivation to check or to even want to do well. So it's not called bribing. It's called rewarding with something outside of them to light a little bit of a fire so that they can get motivated on wanting to do well. And then eventually you pull back on whatever their rewards are so that they can start to do it because they want to succeed. And one thing that I want to encourage you not to do is to yell and have a fight and really put your kid down because that just lets them know that you're upset, which they probably can assume that you are already, but that doesn't let them know how they can get themselves out of the hole where they are. So we want to have constructive conversations and not just conversations that are going to make them feel bad about the way that they did. Because if you really create the honest space for them to be real with you, they might be feeling bad already and they might be able to identify what is the barrier that's standing in the way. So communication is key in this case, not only with your child, but with your child's school and teacher. And hopefully the second working period can be much better. I hope this helped. If you think it can help another mom or dad friends, be sure to share it with them and follow my podcast so that you don't miss the next one. If you have any questions for the Consulta Counselor series, you can always email me at podcast at freetobemindful.com or DM me on Instagram at counselor v de Jesus. And remember, in a world where you are free to be anything you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Thanks so much and catch you next time.